Party Bishop and the Council Roundup. This is Alderman Chris Tyland from Ward 8 in Springfield, and you are listening to the Council Roundup with Ray Lytle on 970 WMAY. Good morning, Ward 6 Alderwoman Kristen DeCenso, and you're listening to the Council Roundup. Some of the uh, maybe um, under the Get to, we'll get some uh, McMiniman comments a little bit later on. Uh, hour and a half meeting last night. No I'd say that's a, kind of a, a typical meeting, right? Yeah. Hour and a half. Yeah. Not bad. But they got to a lot of business, and we got a lot to cover, right? All right. Let's All right. get to so it, let's my get friend. to it. How much, how much money's in the uh, coffers there at the uh, City Hall? I don't Here's know, but I bet someone's going to tell us. Treasurer Misty Busher. Corporate fund in the month of November had a beginning cash balance of $7,628,277. We took in total receipts of $8,998,563. We had total disbursements in the month of November of $9,969,356. And our ending balance in the corporate fund in the month of November was $6,656,984. Money in the bank, Ray. Yeah. Money in the bank. I like Misty Busher. Keeping that money especially in the bank. When she, especially when she announces we are positive. Positive news. <laughs> yes. We like Misty Busher more. Yes. All right. Um, now moving on to other issues. We've been talking about this 3 a.m. liquor deal uh, yeah. downtown for how many weeks now? This is the well, it's third week, there. fourth week. It's a uh, the it's the two bars that are connected there. This thing started to be on consent agenda, Ray. Yeah. If you remember, yeah. and then when it was up for final passage, they said, "No, we're yanking it out." Yeah. After they already put it on consent agenda. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is probably the third week we talk about this. But here's Alderman Redpath. If we do this, that the gin mill will not be affected by the three o'clock license. That is correct. So all he's doing is reducing his uh, petition for, I mean, his uh, license days from seven down to three, just for the bar none, yeah. and then the then the gin mill will only be affected by the one o'clock license. Is that correct? That is correct. The hours for the gin mill part of the operation would stay the same. That's Corporation Council Zirkle answering their past questions. They, they didn't want to keep one of the bars open until 3 o'clock in right. the morning every right. night. And we're going to hear from one of the... Uh, they were actually lessening it. Yeah, we're going to hear from the owner in a moment, but Redpath uh, essentially just saying that he does not support more 3 a.m. Oh, licenses. For My opposition was that I was... I did, I'm not for like 3 o'clock licenses. We've had nothing but problems with them, but reducing your, your license from seven down to three days just for the one bar I can be in favor for because that's a benefit to us but I can't be for if it's going to spread to the gin mill so is it going to spread to the gin mill that's this that seems to be the concern well, that this is going to be a blanket 3 a.m when, when are you out at three in the morning Chuck when, when, well, I, just, yeah, I mean he's in ward one that's yeah and you're, you're the out at the lake what are you about barbecuing at three in the morning? No. Do any um, late clubs have three a.m. licenses? No, I'm, I'm sure that I don't know. Some of those clubs are private. They're private. I, they I guess you're right. Time that they. I guess follow. you're right. Yeah. So they could probably have uh, be out there until. Hey, what are you doing downtown? You got private clubs yeah. over there. Anyways, uh, the lake. Let's hear from the owner you have of clubs this. made of gold that you're let's, hanging out. Let's in. hear from the owner of this establishment in downtown Springfield, which has a bar that's active and does bring in revenue to the city and brings attraction downtown during certain right. parts of the time. So uh, Alderman Senor asks a question to the owner. Alderman. Can you explain in layman terms for me what you, what you want to do, what you want to accomplish by doing this? Um, mainly we're looking to use the existing bar non space is kind of a private party or special event space for the gin mill. It will be part of the gin mill. 
So all under the same, under the gin mill name. And what about the layout? It's kind of split. Simple enough, yes. Right, it's kind of split, though. There's a public entrance for both, but it's kind of split. There's yeah. a public double door, and then there's a employee single door mm -hmm. behind the bar. Um, so the the double door for the public would be locked after one. Yeah, Alderman, uh, rather, Alderwoman DeCenso chimes in. So bar none will still operate as a 3M bar. It is now, yes. When we have an event that, yeah, that. So you're not going to have regular bands? Uh, no, oh. there will not be regular bands. We will be doing bands when they're available. Killing me, man. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. She's really concerned about not being able to go check out bands on a Tuesday at 3 a.m. Well, if I still had a band, I would be upset by that. <laughs> I guess you're right. Uh, moving on, Ray. Again, a lot of business from this hour and a half meeting last night. By the way... By the way, I've never seen anyone try to lessen the amount of 3 a.m. bars that they have go through so much hassle. I know, yeah. This, state, this city wonders why... Just the, I think I'm paying my point. You go right. Yeah. Um, I just want to give a shout out really quick to everybody who listens to this on podcasts. Um, Thank you, podcast listeners. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, I'm trying to put the podcast up the day of. Yeah. So. Uh, every time I see uh, one individual, Chris, I see him at news events that I go cover throughout the city. Uh -huh. Every time I see him, he's always asking, where's the podcast? He loves the roundup. He listens to the roundup. Uh, but he can't find the podcast for whatever. So go to wmy.com. It 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 should automatically yeah, go to the front page. It doesn't always. We did some, just recently update the yeah. website, so it, it you might have to find it under a different link. But Chris, we got you covered, dude. All right, yeah. you're going to be able to listen to the podcast. Just chill. By out. the way, there's always a, if there's ever a problem with the website, just call the station and say I'd like to speak to Kyle. Please. There you go. Yeah. And there you go. You yell, Kyle. Okay, moving on. Um, we had a, a conversation last night uh, at the city council about trucking. Mm -hmm. And a trucking contract, $13 million trucking contract that's going to McLeod from Decatur. But you've got East St. Louis Beelman Trucking there to kind of uh, talk about their opposition to uh, McLeod getting this contract. The The guy from Beelman spoke for like 10 minutes. We're not getting there. We're, gonna, we're just going to go to the crux of his conversation right here. Here's what he had to say. Um, the city has ignored the historical data from the Department of Energy. And the city has refused to factor in the state and federal motor tax, fuel taxes that are that are coming. The Beelman bid is a guaranteed cost for the next three years. End of story. If you select the McLeod bid, you're putting the citizens at risk of spending hundreds of thousands or possibly millions of dollars um, more over our bid. All right. So the Beelman bid, by the way, is higher than the McLeod yes, by bid. like a hundred thousand. For those for those of you wondering what's going on, McLeod bid lowest. That's yes. why they got the bid. Right. Beelman and, can complain all they want. You should have bid lower. Well, he starts a conversation where the gavel was used, where oh, uh, Alderwoman Turner had to crack the whip and get people in line and not have them just debating over each other. Uh, again, last night was a committee of the whole right. where you had uh, Alderman. Turner as the chairwoman. All right. So uh, she really kind of uh, kept the uh, the meeting on pace and didn't let it get out of control. So we'll hear some of that coming back, Ray, because uh, the debate was pretty lengthy. So uh, we'll get to that. We'll also talk about um, uh, possibly a, a, a two-minute update on the rail consolidation efforts uh, from the oh, uh, whole two minutes on yeah, Public Works um, Director Mark Mahoney gives a really good breakdown of that, so stay tuned. We'll get to a lot more here with the Council Roundup. All right, don't go anywhere. It's Council Roundup on the Real Idle Morning Show. For Springfield's best talk, talk with Springfield. All right, we are back with...
with more council roundup. Right. <clears throat> so they're talking about uh, a trucking contract. It's the sound that trucks make whenever they start up. Uh, Ultimate Fulgenzi, uh, in response to the Beelman company saying, you guys are going to go wrong if you go with McLeod, for $13 million, by the way. I mean, this is a $13 million contract. Three years, I believe, uh, to haul coal. Yeah. To haul These coal. are the guys that haul the coal to the... The power, power station. Plant, yeah. They need coal. All right. We'll hear about what happens if we don't get a contract in place here soon. But uh, here's all the Yeah. Why? If this is the contract, why don't we hold McLeod to the contract? McLeod bid a fuel adjustment on their contract. So that's part of this conversation is, well, they've got a fuel adjustment and they could adjust it and make the contract more. We'll hear the CWLP response today here in a moment, but here's uh, here's McLeod, I believe. We would not be able to spend any more money, expend any more money than what's on that contract without, and, without coming and back. And McLeod is guaranteed to They're guaranteed nothing. McLeod's only guaranteed to be paid for. I think this is somebody from CWLP. They yeah. didn't identify themselves. Yeah. They deliver. So if they don't deliver, I mean, again, that's based on number of tons of coal. I think 1.2 million, 1.25 million tons of coal. If they only deliver 101 million tons of coal a year, then it's less than that number. If we if we have 1.5 million tons of coal we're having delivered, that number goes up, and we have to come back and ask for more money. But it's all based on these rates. It's all based on the rates so and the number of tons of coal. This is written in stone. I can't spend more money than that without coming back and asking you for more money. So, again. That's, that's how it works. Yes. yes it's a contract. It's, it's up to and not more than 13.1. Yes. Uh, and there is a fuel adjustment uh, measure in there. But if the fuel adjustment is, you know, adjusted downward, then they get a rebate, Ray. The city gets a rebate. Yeah. If it's adjusted upward, it can't go over 13.1 million. Yes. And if it has to go over $13.1 million, then it has to go back before the city council. And the city council could just say, no, we don't want it. So, again, this is just, you know, simple contracting 101, right? Yeah. Um, Alderman Redpath jumping in here. Excuse me, John, but I believe you're spending more money oh, wait, than— no, this, here's, here's Beelman. Excuse me, John, but I believe you're spending more money than the contractor pro, uh, price for the three-year contract right now because they are into a pretty significant fuel surcharge. I can't spend more money— than what I have in my contract. So, yeah, can't spend more than what's contract. So, so, wait, so he's got to answer questions from the guy that's his competitor now as right, well? Right, right. So that's what's going on oh, here come last on. night. All right. uh, then you got Red Path jumping in. The gas taxes are going up. It's inevitable. It's the, So how do we do that? I mean, well, uh, and I know what you're saying, that we but, got a contract, but if they can't well, deliver the coal... Just goes on and on and on talking. Yeah. Uh, then you got the guy from CWLP they again. They base their price off a certain number of, of fuel costs. If that fuel fluctuates either direction, we either get money back or, or we pay them more. Beelman's correct. His Beelman's bid is that it's a flat rate no matter what. It's three or it's two forty nine. I think it is two forty seven or that number is. No matter what the fuel price is. If and then uh, Doug Brown uh, chimes in here. Thing that we have, um, if prices get out of hand too much, um, we have the ability to cancel the contract with 30 days notice. Both companies, both sides have the ability to do that. Again, contracting 101. Yeah. Uh, getting a note, uh, the uh, CWLP unnamed person was John Davis. He's oh. the electric division manager, so appreciate that heads up there. Uh, good to know that officials are listening. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, John. You have a beautiful voice. <laughs> uh, Redpath uh, also... <laughs> 
Uh, this is where it gets a little heated with um, Alderwoman Turner having to jump in and uh, get the gavel out uh, and to calm some Alderman down. Alderman Redpath starts getting revved up, not just about this contract conversation. He starts getting revved oh, he's up. He's out of control. He gets, What's he's, wrong with him? <laughs> he starts getting revved up about deliveries that are too early or oh, too for late. God's sake. He's just, he, he says people of Ward 1 are fed up. That if they can't comply with that, that uh, they won't be able to deliver in in the in the evening between 12 and 6 o'clock in the morning. There's, because there's, there's people in Lake clause. Springfield can't sleep every night when they're getting the tailgate. There's, there's a penalty clause in the contract. Right. This is important. There's a penalty clause in the contract in case they're excessive tailgate right. follow-up question. Just calm down. What there's no? Are there any houses right near the the power plant that are being awoke? That are waking up? And yeah, I'm not sure. Got um, to deliver at three in the morning. Uh, so ultimately, I mean, the the progression of this measure, it was put on consent agenda, but or it wasn't put on consent agenda. The motion was for consent agenda. That was pushed by Alderman Tylen, and I believe yes. it was Alderman uh, Proctor who seconded that. Now, right. Alderman Proctor's got some questions. I made the primary motion. I will draw my second to put this on debate. Withdraw the motion for consent. All right, I will draw my second. Uh, the other question I had, um, quickly, if we did have the re- bid this for whatever reason, is there enough time? Are you on a deadline of, you know, uh, no more coal will be delivered? December 31st. I'm sorry? The current contract expires December 31st. So does that mean no more coal will be delivered to the plant after December 31st? Correct. Correct. Yeah, we Do you have, have a stockpile to withstand uh, past that? You know, we'd probably be okay be for 10 days. It depends also on the weather. If we hit some really cold, cold weather, we'll burn through the coal faster. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. I mean, when were these contracts, when do they have to turn these in? Uh, as far as like a timeline, of, are we just extending due dates? I mean, well, I think McLeod is, yeah, currently the one that's driving. I mean, I mean, here's the deal: they made these guys turn in their bids. Yeah, they both had bids in. Yeah, hundred thousand dollars apart. All right, so the guy that was on the the losing end of the bid, I'm sorry. Yeah. Next bid, bid better. Yeah. yeah. I I mean I don't I don't know anything about. Delivering coal. I don't yeah. know how this works, but I, I understand prices. And as a citizen, I understand my tax dollars are going to pay for it, uh, or my the electric rates, my electric yeah. bill that I'm paying. But it seems to me that the one bid lower, that's the one I want. Yeah, we're gonna get to uh, finishing up this debate after I'm the sorry, new- as a business, you lost the bid. Right, it's thirteen million dollars, and anytime you've got that type of money, you're gonna have somebody at the council making a fuss. That's you know, upset. It's, just, it's yeah. Next time, bid better. Uh, we'll finish this debate and find out ultimately what happened, and hear another instance where uh, you had the gavel uh, coming out and threatened from Alderwoman Turner, the chair of the uh, committee of the whole. And Alderman Redpath, if you live so close to where they're delivering the, co- maybe you should move. I don't know <laughs> what to tell you. You were so worried about what time the trucks are coming to wake you up. Yeah, so we got that to finish up, and we've got more conversation last night's city council meeting. It's on the way with the council roundup. Right now we do news. Greg Bishop in the news center. The news you can do. All right. Back to the debate, Ray. Last night's uh, Committee of the Whole, chaired by Alderwoman Turner. They were debating a uh, trucking contract where... Um, Decatur-based McLeod won the bid, $100,000 cheaper than uh, Beelman Trucking out of East St. Louis, $13.1 million to haul coal. Uh, and uh, things got a little testy after um, uh, a brief conversation involving Alderman Proctor, uh, where you had Alderman Tylen trying to jump into the debate and Alderman Turner, the chair, trying to get things under control. 
Madam Chairman, I'd like well, to... I, hold on, hold on. Uh, just, we're having discussion without a motion on the floor. You know, Alderman Tyler, I understand that. I was waiting since Alderman Proctor was in the middle of his discussion. I was waiting, and he made the motion that prompted your motion. I was waiting for him to con to finish with his discussion, and then I was going to bring up that point. If, if people will just allow me to run the meeting, we'll all be okay. All right, gosh. Yeah. Gosh. Very testy. Yeah, um... Alderman Hanauer, uh, chastising uh, how this seems to be, you know, such an urgent, urgent, urgent deal, and he doesn't like it. We're getting a little tired of all this rush, rush, rush stuff when you know you got a date that is supposed to hit. And when things like this happen, it needs to go through some sort of a protest committee to get resolved before it comes to us. We should be the last ditch, last, I guess, last that last point, you know, but every time we have a contract that's that's millions of dollars, I'm going to tell you we're going to have a protest. It's going to be right here, and we're going to be in the same boat. All this should be done before it comes through the city council. If the if the people aren't aren't happy with with how it happened, then they can come. But at least we know it's gone through the circles. It did go through the circles. Yeah, I mean it was put out for bid. They got they made bids. bids. The city accepted, city accepted one. one that was that's lowest. how it's supposed to work. And and now the person that doesn't win the bid, they can complain and they, and that's try what they're to doing. Get it. They go to the city council, which is a public hearing, and they can either be selected to. And, and now they and now if they if they get another bid, they're going to know what the other bid is, right? Which is an that's unfair advantage. Right. I don't I don't get it. Uh, CWLP response to this whole you know it's a rush, it's a rush, always rushing. We're awarded a low bid based on fuel price. Based on, a th based on the three-year average, what we can come up with, we're awarding to the low bid. Now, that's what you tell us to do, is award right, to the low right. bid, and that's now, what we're doing. So that's what CWLP Yeah, <laughs> accept the lowest bid. <laughs> a little bit back and forth. So I don't know that there's any there's any ability for a best and final. Yeah. I May I suggest so. you add no. the motor fuel tax? The trying to get in there. Out of, order. of course, he, he lost the bid. We're not going to continue with this debate. You, I gave you... Way more than five minutes to do a whole presentation. It was like 15 minutes that he had uh, given his presentation. So there you go. Uh, ultimately, it was put on the debate agenda. We'll probably hear about this uh, during the full committee meeting, uh, the full council meeting next week. Hmm. Uh, another item that was up for uh, debate was new clinic space for, I believe it's for the um, uh, space where city employees can go to a, a clinic, you know, uh, that's specifically for city, uh, city employees. Uh, so a little bit about uh, how much they're looking at. To provide a near-site location for Leadwell Clinic for the city of Springfield for an amount not to exceed $107,609.67 plus $6,000 for telecommunications data costs and for a total amount not to exceed $113,609 for the Office of Human Resources. So uh, Budget Director McCarty kind of broke down uh, what uh, what they're looking at so, here for this change. So we're currently paying for the lease about $34,000 on the South, South 6th Street location. In the current location. This will be a couple thousand more a month for the first three years. Then once the renovations that we're uh, helping to pay for are paid off, will actually drop down. So the cost differential is very, very small between the two spaces. And he says it's good because it's got more rooms and so on. Uh, Alderman McMiniman said uh, this is exactly the type of reason why we should put things like this out for bid. I'm not sure about the whole bid process, but Alderman Tylen chimes in and says, listen. Usually when there was a change, you would find the employees were against it. And the fact that 
the employees who are on the health care committee are here in support of it speaks volumes to me. And seeing the numbers that something that makes the employees happy and makes the budget and management happy is even rarer. So I think that we've got something good here. He's and got that's why I'm in support yeah. of it, and that's yeah. why I'm leaving my motion for consent. Yeah. Um, ultimately, his point. motion for consent was shot down and oh, is on debate agenda. Um, moving on to another issue, appointees. Now, Alderman McMiniman had an interesting objection to one appointee who's got two spots, uh -huh. uh, and he talks about this a bit. Mr. Herman, I, I have great respect for his capability. I don't know if he's here right now. Um, but that nothing against Mr. Herman. It's just a you know double decking, two basically plum positions uh, together on the same person. So that's that's the reason why um, when this comes to a vote, so the two positions are um, he's on the Civil Service Commission right. and uh, it's a paid position, and he's also a uh, hearing officer for parking ticket objections, oh, which is another paid position. I want to be one of those, like um, Mori Povich. Treasurer Busher says these aren't plum positions, especially the parking ticket hearing officer. Position. I agree 100 percent with the mayor. It is not a plum job to be the hearing officer. And actually, Mr. Herman has been threatened in the grocery store with his children oh, present for oh people he's had in hearings. I don't want that it's, job. It's certainly not a fun job. And I think he works sort of pro bono for us. And on a technical note, the checks are made payable to the law office, not to him. It's to, his, to the law office he's employed at. Oh. I don't want to go watch these hearings now. They're public. I know. They're public hearings. That'd be fascinating to watch. Um, Alderman McMiniman not backing down. There's 800 attorneys oh, in uh, Springfield, in the Springfield area, in Sagamon County. I bet if the hearing officer position was put out for bid, there'd be a long list of attorneys willing to perform those services. Yeah. So he, he, he wants it to go out. Oh, for get that bid. Bill, get that Bielman. They lost their bid. Maybe they send some little truckers up to sit on that count, that board. <laughs> I don't even know if they bid out that position. I mean, it's an appointed position. You no, know, it's like I don't know. Anyway, um, all right, we got just a couple of minutes here. I don't want to eat into Windmacher's time for um, sports four one one, but um, uh, you want to hear a two minute rail update? Sure. All right, let's hear a two minute rail update. It's either that or. Um, Alderman Hanauer talking about uh, the Held family and another record that Held got, uh, the Olympian, uh, and then uh, also Alderman Thailand uh, being pretty quiet at the end of the meeting. But let's get that rail update. Railroad to, to this do is their, uh, Public Works Director Mark Mahoney. Oh. Railroad to, to do their portion of the work. So if you look, you'll see to the east side, really a lot of the underpass has been constructed or built until the weather turns. There's not much more they can do. The next step is really on the west side to begin that work. So what we're doing right now is we're waiting. Actually, the railroad has the materials. Their crews are actually on site. They're able to work through. I mean, there's some, some depending on weather, but most of the winter, they're going to be able to work through hopefully a lot of that. So the hope is we stay on target still to complete that. Wake up, Ray. All right. So you got, if, you, if, you, if you want that update, call the Public Works Department, ask for Mark Mahoney, and say, I want your two-minute rail update. Because he does break it down. $22 million the city just recently got. I thought got. that would be much more interesting. Yeah, not really, no. He's just talking about all the various areas it's going to be evident. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, Alderman Hanauer wants to make sure that uh, a local family's honored. At, uh, one of Springfield's own, uh, Ryan Held yesterday broke an American record leading off a 400 free relay at the World uh, Swimming Championships. And then it got broken by another American in the finals that night. However, he was a member of the four by one hundred relay that broke a world record, and it, they him. won a, a world uh, title. So, uh, his family, good family, they live in 
Ward 10, work at St. John's, great people. So congratulations to them. Congrats. Uh, other new business, uh, the CWLP's uh, Doug Brown talking about how they're going to do like a ribbon cutting dedication on that solar farm. Oh, cool. If you remember that, yeah. they said they were going to get it turned around pretty quick. Apparently, they're getting it turned around pretty quick because that's coming up Thursday, he said, uh, at 11 o'clock. And they're also going to be launching a new program. We're going to be rolling out uh, My Solar. Um, so that way people can buy subscriptions for basically the solar panels. Um so the rates are on our website for that. Uh, Nothing and then we're going to roll out of well, solar so. like freezing rain. <laughs> Thursday. <Yes. right? laughs> That's right. Uh, and then uh, Alderman Donnellan was asked, well, where is this exactly? And uh, Doug and Donnellan, uh, which probably is the next WMAY midday show, uh, <laughs> they talk about where exactly it's going to be. 606 Old Tippecanoe, which is in Harrison Park. So, just adjacent to Harrison Park. Correct. How do you get there? Through Harrison Park on Old Tippecanoe? Yes. There you go. Pretty succinct. I don't know. We had a street called Old Tippecanoe. I didn't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're almost done with the meeting last night. Yeah. Hour and a half at uh, Alderwoman Turner. Uh, seeing if anybody had anything else they wanted to add. Anybody? Last call. Last, anybody? Alderman Tyler, you have no old business updates. Oh, business. What is going on? He's tired. I'm good. I'm good. I'll you tell sure? you later. You sure? I'm wore out. Don't poke the tiger. Okay. Okay. Um, are there any citizens who signed up to speak? Is that right, no one has signed up, Madam Chair. Okay, no one signed you. up. And there's no reason for an executive session? No Daryl Harrell. No Daryl Harrell. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. All right, there you go. That's your council roundup, right? All right, that's the council roundup. Good stuff. Thank you, Greg. Council roundup, Sports 411 is next with Mike Wenmacher. Don't go anywhere. News Talk 94.